Rocking chairs, rocking babies, rock a rock of ages. Side by side, we'll be together always. That was lovely. Do you know that song? I don't think I do. Is it Dolly? <laughs> yeah. I thought it sounded like Dolly, but I don't know that one. <laughs> it's a duet she did in the 90s when country was cool for a oh, second. Oh, okay. Um, called Rockin' Years. Okay. And I'll stand by you through our rockin' years. Get it? Because they rock chairs. They oh, rock babies. They rock a bye. <laughs> I love Dolly so fucking much. I'm wearing my Dolly t-shirt you today. Are. If you guys are not... <laughs> listening and then we'll introduce the show but if you guys are not listening to the podcast called uh dolly parton's america so good it's so fascinating the first episode is called sad ass songs, sad ass songs. <laughs> it's amazing it's and amazing the the quote that keeps sticking with me is is someone on it said if she had been born at a different time she would have been mozart like she has oh, written wow. thousands yeah. and thousands yeah. of songs and she writes songs like like she told a story on one episode about she had just broken up with this with a, a duet partner that she'd been with since she was like brand new. Yeah, and she was driving home, mm-hmm. and it was raining, and then this, and then she started like composing the song in her head, and she wrote, um, "Oh my gosh, I can hear the song uh, in my head." The clear blue morning or whatever. No, no, no. Oh, was it that? Yeah. Or was it the I'll always love you? No, no, no. She wrote She wrote that when she broke up with him. Oh, okay. And then on the way home, she wrote the light of the clear, clear blue, blue morning. Clear blue morning. Yes, yes, yes. As the sun came out. And I was like, she's a wizard, Harry. She's a... <laughs> anyway, welcome to Hot Drinks. How do you do that? Is it is it your degree in creative writing? It's just in my brain. It's just how my oh. brain works. Uh, welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm Sister Latter-day Twain. I'm Brother Jack Coffey. Sister Latter-day Twain, what is Hot Drinks? A podcast. It's a podcast, you, you guys. You listen to it with your ears. With some ear earbuds in your ear holes. This is how we um, came upon the the term gentle listeners. Because you listen through your ear holes. <laughs> At first we were like, dear readers, gentle readers. And then we kept, wait a minute. Wait we did a, say and that then, a lot. Yeah, and then we corrected to gentle listeners. Okay, so I was at work the other night. Mm-hmm. Working a private event in the back room. Right. And That's not a euphemism. It's it, unfortunately not. Um, and one of the servers, when I was done and kind of wrapping up. And that really hot one? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> God, he's so Primal hot. love yes. warrior? Yeah. Um, he came up to me and he goes, so, hey, I don't know what this means, but someone came up to me tonight and was like, um, so I saw that Ashley was really busy, but can you tell her that I'm a quiet listener? <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, a gentle listener? And he was like, yeah. And he, he, he's like, I told her, like, I have no idea what that means, but I just trust that Ashley will know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. And uh, I don't know who that was. That's amazing. I know. Um, I guess maybe. Was it someone in the restaurant? It was someone in the restaurant, but I was working the event in the back room. So maybe she poked her head in. She or he. But I think he said it was a she. But anyway. Anyway, that's amazing. I wish you would have just stormed in and went, oh my God, Sister Twain. Yeah, we do love that. We do. We do love that. Um, So yeah, Hot Drinks is a podcast. Yeah. We talk about sex. Mormonism. Gays. Gays. Not gays. Cults. Being a little bit gay. Being a little bit gay. Yeah. Um, children. Uh-huh. How we hate them. 
Just I, kidding. I love my kids. Being Mormon and not Mormon. Being Mormon and not Mormon. Leaving the the trauma that happens when you leave a religion like yeah. Mormonism. The yeah. trauma that happens when you're trying to figure out if you should leave. Yeah. Even before you've left. Yeah. yeah. So that's what this podcast's about. Yeah. So if you like that shit, <laughs> jump right in. Now, when I say a little bit gay, that means bisexual, right? It just, no, I, I don't. I don't know that we love the term bisexual currently. It's a little out of vogue. Is it because there's this whole movement on social media about bisexual people being seen? And right. Heard. Okay. So this is I, now I am not bisexual, so maybe I should not speak for the bisexual. Do you hear that, Tisha? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but, but my understanding is, well, the 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 term bisexual is a little outdated. I might say. Okay. Because. It came about in kind of the 70s and the 80s when we believed, when we were more adherent to a gender binary. Okay. Because bisexual means you love either or. You okay. know, you love both genders. Yes. But now we understand there are many genders. Okay. There's an infinite number of genders. Okay. So the term bisexual can be a little clunky because it seems to imply there's only two genders. Yeah. Which it doesn't, which isn't necessarily the case. And so I hear what you're saying. I want you to know that I hear you. <laughs> you're holding space for me. <laughs> Um, but we have a former guest star that goes by the name of Rachel. And this is not the gentle listener, Rachel, whose name really is Rachel, who was like, she's like the OGGL. Yeah, that's true. She is. Yeah. Uh, Rachel, do you hear that? Anyway, but the guest star pseudonym, Rachel. God, I can't ident- even remember who that was. <laughs> like all the pseudonyms and their real names are. Okay. Okay. Um, she, I'm fairly certain she identifies as bisexual. So. Well, Go, I would lo- sorry, I would love for you, pseudonym Rachel, guest star, to chime in, um, send send me a DM, and we'll talk about it on the next one. All I was going to add to that was everybody gets to identify what as what they identify as. So if bisexual feels comfortable to you, then absolutely you should identify as bisexual. I just think it's it is not. Um, it's kind of like the term homosexual is sort of out of favor. That's true. You know, so it's just like, I hear that. it doesn't necessarily, I hold space for that. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily, I mean, whatever, identify how you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah. does why, that, why did we start talking about that? guest star Rachel? Does that feel like brother coffee's like patting you on the head going, identify however you want. Oh geez. I would never <laughs> pat Rachel on the head. I know she's amazing. Why did we start talking about that? Oh yeah. Because we were talking about that. We talked being a about little bit being, gay. being a little bit gay yeah. because I do like the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> as as evidenced by last week's episode. Uh, uh, with CJ. Was so great. Who I, also enjoys the pussy and was that was so the great. first time she had ever said that publicly. Oh, good for her. I, I know. know. That's kind of a big deal cuz she's yeah. kind of famous. And she recognizes what a big deal it was because she messaged me and she was just kind of like, I'm still kind of processing that I said that yeah. on your podcast. I know. It's kind of good for her. I know. Good for her. I'm she came her. out. I know. It's like her national coming out day. I might want to suck her husband's dick, but anyway. Just get in line, honey. <laughs> um, so we've got a little bit of women's work to cover. Women's work is just our housekeeping. Just the things we do yeah. to keep the show a running. <laughs> um. And the first item of business is, is you're not dead. No, I'm not. So just a really quick health update, and I will keep it brief because what's more boring than me talking about my guts? Which but, is why you don't go to therapy. Right. <laughs> but um, as you may have heard last week, Sister Twain said I was not on the episode because I had a kidney stone. Which you don't. Which I do not. Right. Um, there was a brief kidney stone scare, and then the kidney stone scare turned into 
a day of a intense st- stomach pain and violent vomiting for 24 hours. Uh, you were hoping to die a skinny bitch. I mean, maybe. I yeah. mean, I've lost like 10 pounds because oh, I've, I've eaten like nothing this whole week. Awesome. But anyway, what it turns out is that I have – basically, I have a hernia in my stomach where – in between my stomach and my esophagus where acid builds up and causes a lot of pain. And so I just have to take like Nexium and then I'm, I'm supposed to have all these things restricted in my diet, things that produce acid. Here are the things I'm not supposed to eat. Garlic, onions, tomatoes, or any tomato based products like tomato sauce or ketchup, meat, anything citrus, mint, chocolate, alcohol, coffee, tea, any dairy, any butter or any oil. Those are all possible um, acid inducing so things. So, what you're trying to say is you are going to die. What, what I'm trying to say is run me over with a truck. <laughs> so, when I read those, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's not happening. So, but I am like, I am figuring out, and, and then I went on some message boards and I went on Reddit and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I am figuring out like, I mean, basically, like with anything with the body, everyone's body is different. So all mm-hmm. of the people with this condition, it's called a hiatal hernia. All these, all the people with a hiatal hernia, some people are like, oh, yeah, if I eat dairy, like it kills me and I'm violently sick the next day. And other people are can eat dairy and they're just fine. You know, it's just about like what your body reacts to. So I'm already figuring out like what is working for me right now is like I'm trying to drink a lot of water to kind of like dilute the acids. Good. You know, and That's then I and smart. then I'm eating like much, much smaller meals because mm-hmm. it can be aggravated by eating too much. Mm-hmm. And then I am trying not to eat a lot in the evening so that when I go to bed, <gasps> I don't have a lot of... Oh, that's great. You know, I don't have a lot... I mean, which is also will help me become a skinny bitch. Yeah. A skinny legend. Um, <laughs> so, so, that, so that's the story. Um, so I'm not dead. I did have... I mean, honestly, last Sunday, a week ago today, I was so sick. Yeah. Like violently throwing up all day. I was so sick I couldn't like watch TV. I couldn't listen to podcasts. Like I was honestly like pacing around my house like a wild animal. Mm. Like laying on the floor and then standing up and then getting in the bath Were your and then kids getting here? out. No, they weren't here. Oh, okay. No, I was alone. Because um, I just can think of the middle one saying some really shitty things. To you. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> he's actually been really sweet about oh, it. Okay, but good. Anyway, so I'm feeling much better now. Okay. Now I just feel like someone like punched me in the rib cage for like twelve hours, okay, which so, was basically me vomiting for so, twelve hours. So here's what I want to. Um, here's an ask. Okay. We have a gentle listener whose Instagram handle is uh, Cottonwood Psychic or something oh, yeah. like that. Cottonwood Tarot. Oh, okay. Where Brother Coffee is having his problem physiologically, anatomically, is where his solar plexus is. Mm-hmm. So what does what kind of like emotional energy or and or energy work does he need to do because it's all interconnected so two quick thoughts on that number uh-oh, one uh-oh. one of our gentle listeners wrote me when i first i had posted something about just being sick yeah. before i'd gotten really really sick and said oh there is a retrograde happening right now she said it's retrograde sickness yeah like the oh. retrograde and she's like this is how it's happening to me like Ugh. you need to do pampering blah 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 which was actually super interesting okay. and super helpful okay. Okay. and i'm sorry i don't remember who you are um and then part two okay i was talking to a friend of mine who also has an ulcer and who's basically had i mean i don't have an ulcer but it's a similar condition anyway i was talking to this friend of mine who's had an ulcer since she was like a, a child um and she said they have done studies that 
for a long time, they did not believe that children could have ulcers. And so that's why she went undiagnosed for so long because they never tested her for an ulcer because she was a little kid. Um, but, I don't think little children have heartbeats either. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, then they just, then they figured out that kids can have ulcers and that in almost all cases, children that have ulcers have suffered some sort of trauma and that the ulcer is a result of the trauma. And then she said, and she was, and she just like, I don't remember the statistics, but something like 80% of adults or 60% of adults who have ulcers experienced some kind of trauma as a child. Oh, and not wow. like, not trauma meaning like they ate a porcupine and they got they had some physical trauma no, in their stomach right. like some kind of emotional or yeah. physical or sexual or whatever trauma in their childhood yeah. and now they have an ulcer and as, a, as an adult of course and i just keep thinking like you know that book the body keeps the score a little bit okay I, i've never read it but like the universe wants me to read it it just keeps popping up <gasps> everywhere i look so i need to get it <sighs> but anyway That's so exciting so cottonwood tarot Talk to us about solar plexus. <laughs> but no, I think you're right. Like, I think there is obviously some emotional or f- psychological connection to mm-hmm. why this happened. Right. And and solar plexus is your power. Yeah. I'm fairly certain. But I would love more insight on that. And I mean, we could Google it. But why do that when we have a GL who, <laughs> who can handle probably, it yeah. Jump in, Cottonwood Tarot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so our next bit of women's work, just a quick reminder of our Patreon. A Patreon? What's a Patreon, Sister Twain? Well, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a... It's a dot, well, it's a thing. It's a dot com. Okay. Slash hot drinks. Um, where you can... So, patreon.com slash hot drinks. P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-P-A-
Uh, you get the vlogs with that? Oh, wait. Do you? I think you get the newsletter. I'm looking right now. You get our newsletter, which is the Navu Navu Sex Sexpositor. <laughs> um, and that every month we have a drink recipe. We just talk about anything interesting that's going on. We have our monthly calendar. Yeah. So we are about to send out our November Mm-hmm. Um, our November calendar. Where you will get calendar. all the revelations that we have had in in your behalf. Yeah, you get all of our personal revelations. And our marvelous works and wonders. Yes. Um, and then the next tier is $10 a month, Glory of My Butthole Outer Darkness. Sorry, right. I'm getting this wrong. So, right. So, Glory of My Butthole Outer Darkness, you get Demitas episodes. You get our undying love and gratitude. Right. All the things we already mentioned. Right. Plus, you Plus get... The- the vlog. The vlog. The vlog. The vlog. A monthly and vlog. And then the, net, the final and grandest of all degrees of glory is the glory of Gary, the hot drinks kingdom. Right. So that's that's what it is. We got right. it right. We know what we're, we're We doing. figured it out. We know. Well. <laughs> so if you're in the glory of Gary, we send you a little gift in the mail each, the, each month. This month, the people in the glory of Gary got some hot drinks coasters. They were so cute. They were cute. And they got a little uh, cocktail recipe book yes. based on a type of alcohol. Yes. And, and I want I want all the listeners to know who received that gift that I'm the one that sent them out. And I thought carefully based on what I know about you, which some of you was a lot. <gasps> oh. Some of you was just a little from social media. But I chose the alcohol based on what I know about you. That's so sweet. Like Brother Tian come On my face. Who is a, who is a Patreon Got the tequila and and mezcal. The tequila book uh-huh. because tequila is the horny alcohol. <laughs> guys, and he makes me horny. Guys, he doesn't have a refractory period. Anyway, okay, this um, has been a long intro. Yeah, intro. But also, we have one very important. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to say that I I I you know we could say could that the Holy Ghost inspired you which ones to send to the to those patrons mm-hmm. or patrons, right? But maybe the Holy Ghost from now on should be Dolly Parton. I think Dolly Parton inspired me. Yes. Dolly. And she's she, still alive. Oh, I love her. It's so not much. like she's she dead. Knows. I love her so much. She's not a ghost yet. She's a sparrow she's when an- she's broken, <laughs> but she's an eagle when she flies. Anyway. So if you can, please support our Patreon. It means so much to us. It makes it so much easier for us to do the show. Um, you know, it's just it's a lot of fun and we actually Wait, really yeah. enjoy interacting with our patrons and we you know really do yeah and so imagine if you and i could quit one of our side gigs. <laughs> one of our side hustles and and if, if i could more... stop selling feet pics i mean uh, that is a lot of work each month to sell the feet pics i was just gonna say if we were able to give up a side hustle we could do more stuff like that Yes. For the gentle listeners, exactly. of course, not exactly. for anyone else. Exactly. Uh, did you say there was one other important thing? One other super important thing. She's like, I don't know what those notes you wrote down mean. Yeah, yeah. So super important. We posted this on our Instagram. We, this week, oh, yeah. will be doing a very special episode where we'll be meeting with one of our gentle listeners who we have called Philip Seymour Hoffman right. <laughs> from for a long time. Only because her last name has kind an of sounds H, like Hoffman. Starts yeah. with an H and has a double F. Yeah. F as in Frank. But anyway, Philip Seymour Hoffman is a sex therapist. So she's a therapist, but but I so I clarified this. Oh, with her. okay. She's just a regular old therapist, but sex is her favorite thing to talk about. Okay, great. Um <laughs> She is a Mormon, former Mormon. We'll let her get into that when she talks yeah, to us. Yeah, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. I'm going to take um, that bitch to task. So, <laughs> but anyway, so we want your questions because yeah. she is so smart and so um, 
has so many wonderful things to say. So we want your questions. So if you have questions about sex or therapy or Just whatever. anything. The holidays coming up. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So you can – so if you have questions, just send them to us in one of the many methods. You can yeah. DM us on Instagram. On Instagram, we're hot drinks. Mm-hmm. You can email us at hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com. You can send us a DM on Twitter. Yes, you which can. is also hot drinks. You can text <laughs> us if you know us personally. Yeah. But, like, we want to get a big list of questions, and then we want Philip Seymour Hoffman to just really help us all understand. And so I should probably ask her if, A, she wants those questions in advance. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And if – because she's traveling here, FYI, guys. Yeah. And and I will say this, too. We are still coordinating what day we're recording with her, so we can't give you a definitive, like, send us your questions by this day. Oh, you know what? It's Thursday. Oh, that's what we're doing? Yeah, you have, you have until Thursday evening. To send your questions. Yes. I would say get them in by Wednesday, though, if you're not sure. But if sure. It, but if you're just listening to this and it's, like, Wednesday night and you have a question, send it in and anyway. And look, we are all about enthusiastic and active consent. Is yes. that how you say yeah. it? Yeah, active, enthusiastic consent. Um... We're not going to reveal your identity. So no. if there is, we swear to God, we're not. Kind of like how we did not reveal the identity of Cottonwood Tarot. <laughs> but well, no, seriously though, seriously, if you have a question that you're afraid to ask, I swear to you, I promise you, we're not going to reveal your identity. But if you still are a little nervous, maybe you just make up an email. Yeah, a fake, send it like to an our, extra, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But here's what I really need, gentle listeners. Oh, oh, okay. The more questions that you send to Philip Seymour Hoffman, the less time that we have to spend talking to Philip Seymour Hoffman about my sexual dysfunction. Ah! Oh, oh, so oh, please guess what? send in guess what you all just the did. questions. Guess what you just did? What? You just told the gentle listeners basically to not send any questions. No, 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 no. Because no, you guys, they no. want this shit worked out. No, you guys, we're not ready. It's not ready. <laughs> oh. So, he's ready, he's ready, he's ready, he's so ready, he's ready, he's ready. So we would your questions for Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. Anyway, this has been the longest intro in the history of hot drinks. It's okay. But we're going to take a break, and then we are going to jump into our top five. And what is that top five? We are going to give you our top five pieces of advice. Sure. On how to get through the holidays. Right. By setting boundaries slash right. honoring yourself. Right. How to have boundaries during the holidays. Yes. Let's do it. Rocking chairs, rocking babies, rock a rock a Hey, we're back. Hey. We're going to get serious. But we also first want to tell you what we're drinking because that's something we're supposed to do as part of our intro. So um, I was listening to the latest episode of Snap Judgment and this woman um, talked about how she went to a bar and ordered a hot toddy and I was like, perfect night for a hot toddy and I'm going to ask Brother Coffee if he can make me one and you have all the stuff and you made us hot toddies. So here's what I did. Uh Well, as soon as I got your text, I boiled water in a kettle. Mm. Then in a teapot, I put um, crushed cardamom pods, oh my God. a few crushed black peppercorns, and broke some cinnamon sticks, put mm. those in the teapot. Mm. When the water was boiled, I poured it over the teapot and let that steep while I was waiting for you. 
And then, oh, and sliced up some fresh ginger Fuck. in there as well. God so that was kind damn. of all steeping in the... Like from the root ginger? Yeah. Ginger Jesus Christ. I have like a two-pound thing of ginger over there. I think I just said ginger Jesus. <laughs> ginger Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, ginger Jesus. Holy shit. Would I'd you like so, some red pukes? I'd be so into that. Oh, fuck. Anyway, and then honey, lemon, the bourbon, and then um, poured the steeped water over the top. And that's the hot toddy. It was duh fucking delicious. Sorry, I just really had good. cat teeth in my scalp. The cat's cleaning. Um, uh, I love it hair. so much. It was delicious. Oh God. Okay. Do I need to move her? I know. I love it. Okay. So, <laughs> this is our top five ways to maintain boundaries this holiday season with your fam. Yeah. So, what's your number one? Okay. So, again, in no specific order, right. but this is the first one that came to mind. Because of something that happened to you. Oh, okay. Two to three Thanksgivings ago okay. when you messaged us. And, and I know we've talked about them before where you're like, guys, I'm at my mom's and I'm locked in the bathroom and crying. Yes. <laughs> now, and so it's not necessarily to lock yourself in the bathroom and cry. But, <laughs> that's your advice. But if that's something you got to fucking do, yeah. then you fucking do it. Yeah. But it, but more to more broadly, it's alone time. So you cannot be expected to be physically present at all times. Yeah. Because sometimes you're physically present and it's torturous. Yeah. Or you're checked out from like your true authentic. <laughs> Cat just sneezed in my fucking face. <laughs> you're checked out from your authentic self. Um, so... Excuse yourself when things get tense. Oh, he sprayed her with a water bottle. She was getting a little aggressive. Excuse yourself when things get tense, but also you're an adult and you know your family well enough that you can excuse yourself from things that you know will become tense. Yes. So, for example, they want to have board game time after the meal. Right. Maybe you're too tired. Yeah. Maybe you need to excuse yourself. Yeah. Um, You. And I think that could also mean building in ways to be physically absent. Like, and I was talking to Mm -hmm. another gentle listener about this. Mm -hmm. Maybe instead of staying at your mom's house for Thanksgiving, you're going to get a hotel room. Right. You know, so that at the end of the night, you go back to the hotel Mm -hmm. instead of sleeping in the spare room in the basement. Yes. And so, yeah. So if you did travel... If you do travel for the holidays to see uh, family, extended family, in-laws, definitely getting a hotel is a great boundary. Mm -hmm. No one knows. The family doesn't know you're setting that boundary. I mean, they might on a subconscious level. But but when they say, oh, you just stay here, there's plenty of room. Just say flatly. Yeah. I just, I need... My own space, yeah, and it has nothing to do with your home and the the wonderful accommodations, or however you want to put it. Or just say no, that's fine. We're just going to get a hotel. Just say we're. You don't have to explain it. You really don't. Um, So that's one great boundary to set. And let's let's also say that you're traveling, um, and for you, it's not a place you're familiar with because maybe it's your in laws or maybe it's your parents, but they they move to a new area. Tell them that. 
oh, I found out about this one thing in the in your town that I want to kind of explore. So I'm going to do that tonight after the Thanksgiving meal. Or I'm going to do that on Friday night or something like, like that. Like maybe it's the gay neighborhood or like the, right? the neighborhood where all the prostitutes are. <laughs> Um, and then let's say you're traveling home to your hometown, right? To see your family or your in-laws. And it happens to be your hometown. Purposefully make plans with, with old friends. Yeah. Because that will get you away from, from family energy. I, I should probably say there might be a gentle listeners out there thinking, I don't feel like I need to get away from my family during yeah. the holidays. So this episode Great. is really for... Those who might stumble upon that or are expecting that. But if you don't expect it. I would it, be shocked. I'd be shocked too. If there, <laughs> if there was a single gentle listener <laughs> I, that was like, no, I, I, I love my family. I my family is great. I would be shocked as well. Because the gentle listeners are a band of like misfits and outcasts yeah. from Mormonism and most likely from their families. Right. So. Let's, so, so preemptively know the things you need to excuse yourself from. Right. But also in the moment, excuse yourself from things when you can feel they're getting tense or they might get tense because a family member has said something that's homophobic or maybe racist or about Trump. Right. Right. Um, You honor yourself. Right. By holding space for yourself in those moments. Right. So that's my number one. Like, excuse yourself to be alone or to be away. I think that's great advice. So what's yours? So my number one is remember, they're the ones in a cult. (laughs) So, okay. So quit. family's Mormon. So quit protecting their feelings. Yes. And yes, you're right. This is very much directed at... um, former Mormons who are going home to visit their Mormon family members. Uh But I think so often as former Mormons, because we grew up with sort of a sense of like love and respect for the church. Mm -hmm. And so we still have a weird deference to the church. And so like, we always feel like we have to justify our behavior what if your family had to justify their behavior? Ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like flip the script a little bit. Fucking flip it. What if, what if like you're not the crazy one, they're the crazy ones. Yeah. yeah. You know, so instead of you having to like make excuses for your lifestyle, mm-hmm. why don't they fucking defend their lifestyle? Exactly. You're donating money every week to an organization that mm-hmm. actively opposes women's rights and gay people's rights. Exactly. What the fuck is that? Yeah. So quit trying to feel like you have to defend your behavior. And I'm not saying that you need to make them defend their behavior. I mean, maybe you do. Maybe that. But I think mostly just let yourself, like, forgive the fact that, like, that, that, like, remember that they're the crazy ones (laughs) and that you're not. Yeah, that's so good. Put it into perspective. And it doesn't have to be seeds for confrontation to have those thoughts, like, I'm the one who got sane and right. left. And you're all the crazies. And so I'm going to go in with guns ablazing because of that. Not at all. But I think that those of us who have the mental and emotional patience can, can, can experience things and hear our family say things through that filter. Yeah. And I think too, like I think of my own family and my own mother – and 
in my family, about more than half the kids are out of the church and slightly fewer than half the kids are still in the church. Mm-hmm. And I think my mom, and, and maybe this is unfair, maybe this isn't actually true, but I think my mom is sad and is in agony most days because she's so worried and so full of despair mm-hmm. about her children who have left the church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I'm talking to like my sister who left recently or my other siblings who are out of the church, we often have to remind each other she's choosing that. Right. Like she could, I mean, and, 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 and I, and I understand that like she's choosing that based on a lot of conditioning and whatever that she's gone through in her life and things that she was taught as a child and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But like her misery and her stress and her anxiety are all things that she has chosen. Mm -hmm. She could tomorrow wake up and say, you know what? I don't care if my kids are in the church. Right. And she could just focus on the fact that like she has these great children who are raising their own great children who are contributing members of society. Mm -hmm. None of us are drug addicts. None Mm -hmm. of us are abusing our spouses. (laughs) None of us are, you know, I mean, some of us are Republicans, but not very, you know, (laughs) but like she could focus on like those things and just say, oh no, you know what? I've raised a whole bunch of amazing kids. and I'm so proud of that. But instead she chooses to stress and agonize that like my kids aren't going to primary or that, you know, my sister's kids aren't going to primary or whatever. Right. And that's her choice. And I, and I want to corroborate that. Did I use that word right? Corroborate? Does that mean like in legal terms, they say that I think the corroborate, it like supports the story. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, (laughs) We have a wife of a lawyer out there who knows the terminology. Right. Um, I believe that was the whore that sits upon the great waters. But anyway, um, she, what am I kicking? I don't know. Um, So, uh, in my cooperation of that, I want to say that um, when I would talk to my therapist back in the, oh, probably 05, 06, I think I had mentioned, you know, well, my mom is a victim of abuse because that's when my dad was abusive. And, and, and I say that because he has Alzheimer's now, so it's not yeah. the same. Um, but... Um, she goes, oh, no, 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 your mom's not a victim. She's a grown woman. Yeah. She's choosing to stay in this situation. Yeah. She's completely and fully cognizant of it. And I that flipped the script for me yeah. in a way that I cannot put, like, any measure to. Yeah. So um, just know, like, your family members, they're adults. Yeah. They're adults. They're choosing this. They're choosing, just like your mom. Yeah. They listen to those talks from Elder Nelson and Elder Oaks where he's like, we hate fags. And then they're like, that's so, I don't agree with that. Anyway, here's a check for $275 for my tithing for this week. Exactly. Exactly. So they are fully aware of what they're doing. Yeah. And so don't feel like you have to justify your behavior to them. They should have to justify their behavior and you're to not, you. You're also not a, uh, saying to go in saying, please justify why you write this tithing no. check. You're not saying I mean, that. That's yours to dis- If you want to fight that fight, great. Go for it. But I'm just saying in your own mind, just think like, I don't have to just, I don't, I don't owe you an explanation of why I'm living my life this way. Exactly. You should be explaining to me why you're living your life that way. Be- it's beautiful. Beautiful. They're the ones in the cold. Yeah. Let's take a break. Rocking chairs, rocking babies. Rise and shine. No, no. Rise and shine. No. We're back. 
You're you guys, the when she does gay. it, when she does it, she's like, rise and shine. It has a weird cadence. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So what's the number two way to draw boundaries with your families this holiday season? So you need to do some preemptive work. Oh my gosh. This is like my number two, too, I think. Whoa. Okay. So my advice, my practical suggestion is to make a list before you go. Okay. Make a list of some things that you can clearly state you like about... Going home for the holidays. Okay. Or or going home to or going to see the in-laws. Right. Make a list so you're clear on the things that you like about it. And then make a list going through the things you know from experience that you do not like. Situations that make you uncomfortable or tense or feel unsure or unsafe. Okay. Okay. And um, you can kind of use that list to, to kind of work out what you need to honor yourself before you even get there. Okay. And so, for example, um, you can tell your family in advance. So, um, let's say you're going to be there for five days. Um, tell them on the third night, you want to have some time alone, so you are going to do blah. Whatever it is. Right. Um, even if it's a lie. Even if it's a lie. Say, I'll have a conference call, so right. I'm just going to go to the coffee shop, or just go up to my room. Right. Either one. And just make it known, and everyone will leave you alone. Yeah. Um, then the other one is, if one of the things on the list of things that you know from experience you do not like, is that you don't feel that you can tell your parents you don't want to go to church with them on Sunday. Right. Because you've tried it before and they'll make a deal about it. Or let's say they want you to say the prayer over one of the meals and you don't know how to say no to that yet. Okay? Um, you need to there's there's two options here well actually there's three one is you just do it and feel like shit about it right the other is you decide to honor yourself and let them own their feelings about that right which is i'm no i won't go to church with you no i will not be blessing the food right and it makes me feel not good, and so I won't be doing it. And I'm sorry if that doesn't make you feel good, but I need to stand in a supportive place for myself. The end. Done. Right. And then the third option, which is my favorite, is don't go. Yeah. Don't take the trip. Stay, stay home. home. Stay home. Stay fucking home because here's the thing. If you are an adult and you have tried to explain, just spit on you, sorry. You're fine. Go and ahead. you tried to explain to your parents before that you're uncomfortable saying the blessing on the food or you're uncomfortable going to sacrament meeting with them on Sundays and they make a deal about it. So you go anyway. And let's say this has been a repeated thing. You are 1,000% valid in your choice to not 
go. And if you want to explain it to them when they say, why aren't you coming? If you want to explain to them because you don't have to. Yeah. You can say, because in the past, you have not honored the fact that I do not want to participate in prayers, blessings, family prayers, blessings, whatever, and going to church. Mm-hmm. And so, and I always come home not feeling great because I don't feel like I honored myself. Mm-hmm. And so this year, I'm setting that boundary. And maybe next year, next Thanksgiving, if you are okay with me coming to visit, but not having family prayer with you and not going to church and not actually saying the blessing on the food or whatever it is, then I will come and visit. You are an adult. You do not owe shit to your parents. You don't. (laughs) She just like dropped the mic and walked away. I did. Um, So my number two is actually very similar to yours, but I just want to say it's a battery. I just want to comment (laughs) um, on yours. Okay. Again, there's this idea that like, well, you're in our home and in our home, we say prayer together as a family. Bye-bye. Now, what if your parents were staying at your home and you said to them, in our home, no one is allowed to pray. (laughs) Because we do not believe in prayer. Guess what? They wouldn't fucking come. No. And like, and also like, that would be so absurd that you would try to inflict upon other people when they are staying in your home, your own belief system. But again, because we grew up in this cult, we feel like, well, I mean, that makes sense. It is their home. And this is just the tradition in their home. And we should honor and we should support that. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not saying you should get out a trombone during the prayer. But it's completely (laughs) fine to say like... I'll excuse myself while you guys have your prayer and I'll see you after or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm heading down to bed. Enjoy your prayer. But like somehow we feel like, again, we have to justify it. Whereas if they came to your home and you said, now, just so we're clear, uh, no one is allowed to read the Book of Mormon or the Bible in our home. We forbid that. And no one is allowed to pray. Mm-hmm. We are very anti-prayer. Like you would, I mean, people would laugh in your face yeah. and be like, I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. But somehow when we go to our parents' home and they're like, we're all going to sit together and read the Book of Mormon. You're like, okay, well, I mean, it is their home and I'm a guest here. So I should do what the guests do. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So here's here's a great example of that. Like, and and I know I've mentioned this in another episode, but when I have visited my mother... Um, over the past few years, you know, I will get up in the morning and I'll turn NPR on on my phone. Mm-hmm. When she's in my house, I tell her she's not allowed to watch Fox News. There will be no Fox News <laughs> in my home. Right. And so one of the most recent times that I visited, I was up in the morning making my coffee and I had NPR on on my phone. And my mom turned to my son, Timothy, and said, oh, so when your mom's visiting me, she can listen to NPR, but when I'm visiting her, I can't listen to Fox News. And yeah, that's fucking right. But if she had set the boundary with me, yeah. I would like you to not listen to NPR. I would either honor that boundary and still visit. Or not Or visit. honor that boundary and not visit. Yeah, exactly. And that would all be fine, either one. Yeah. Anyway, what's or your... Or you put headphones on. Yeah. So anyway, so my... So, so, um... Are we on number two? Yeah. Oh, so all I was going to say, because mine is actually very similar similar to yours, but what I was going to say is think ahead of times the questions that are going to come up, the things people are going to say, the moments that are going to make you uncomfortable, and practice what your response is going to be. I love that you brought up saying the prayer, mm-hmm. because I guarantee 
that at one point during the Thanksgiving holiday, my mom will ask me to say the prayer and this will be the year that I say no. Because oh. I've never done that before. Because it's wow. always it's always just been easier for me to just say it, like whatever, yeah. no big deal. Like I like I can make I know all the robotic words to say. Yeah. But but the reason my mom is asking me is because she feels like if she can get me to pray that I will feel the spirit mm-hmm. and I will come back to the church. Right. And so I'm Which not gonna will make her feel better, but not you feel right. better in the moment. Right. So I'm not gonna play that game anymore. Good. So so that's what I mean. Think about those things of just like, okay, what am I going to say when mom asks me to, to pray? You know, I'm going to say, no, thank you. Um, I don't want to. Call on someone else. You know, um, and, and like you said, let her deal with her own emotions about that. Yeah. Because again, she's the one that is torn up inside when I say no, thank you. Yeah. Or maybe she's not. And that's fine too. Great. But like whatever her emotions are, those are her own emotions those to deal hers. with. So just think about those things when they want when they ask you the question about are you guys going to church anymore? Oh, you you stopped to get coffee? I didn't I didn't know you guys were drinking coffee. Whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever the questions are that you know are going to come up or the comments that you know are going to come up. Mm-hmm. Just think ahead of what your answers are. And sometimes it's okay if those answers are just like, "You know what? I don't think it's I don't want really want to talk about that today. Let's let's not bring that up." Right, right. But then also be prepared what if they insist? What's your what's your follow-up answer? Yeah. Do you have a follow-up answer? Are you prepared to walk out and just say, you know what, we're gonna go back to our hotel for a couple hours. We'll mm-hmm. see you guys later tonight for the charades or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, do you have a follow-up answer? Or just think through those things. And we you all know what the crazy things are they're gonna say oh, or yeah. they're gonna ask. Yeah. You know what your weird uncle is gonna say about Fox News. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna stand up and say something? Are you gonna ignore it? Just think about it yeah but again i mean i know this is easier said than done but just remember they're the crazy ones yeah when your uncle wants to make that racist comment about mexicans or that that homophobic comment about the gay people Uh he's the one in the wrong yeah and so why are we all tiptoeing around him to make him feel comfortable thank you instead of saying like you know what that's not okay like i don't i don't teach my kids to talk that way and i would really appreciate you not talking that way around them and if that makes him uncomfortable well then fuck him i know you know and here's the thing guys if thinking about visiting whichever family you're visiting this thanksgiving or Christmas just gives you stress or makes you feel indigestion, really consider just not going. And like, but if you can't get to that place, then that's where you should super duper make a list of the things that you actually like about being with your family. That will help you to focus on the positive while you're there. Yeah. Let's take a break. Okay. And we're back. Hey, 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 we're back. What's your number three? Oh, well, my number three is a couple of things about honoring yourself, which is... Wet chess. You had a real Utah accent when you said that. It's because I'm drunk on that hot toddy. Wet, wet chess. Um, you guys, I have three things. The, <laughs> number one, wet chess. <laughs> Um, saying no. And I know that we have talked about that in the other ones, but like saying no, just conceptually is so hard for some people. Yeah. And so I want to talk about saying no. And that could mean saying no to the visit at all. 
Right. It could mean saying no to parts of your visit. Let's say you're traveling, right? Right. Um, it could mean saying no without saying no, like, ex- again, excusing yourself from a situation. But I specifically wanted to hone in on the fact that we say yes in so many instances because we're afraid of making someone else feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And what we're sacrificing is our own comfort. Right. And that's just not okay. Right. The other part of my number two. Number three. Or numéro three, trois. Numéro trois, which has to do with honoring self, is knowing how to listen to yourself in the moment. So... Let's say you're in the middle of Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, you have all sat down with your first helpings of everything. You're maybe a third to a halfway into clearing that first plate of food. And somebody says something that is not okay. Is it? Is it? Um something about the Mormon church that you're not okay to hear about? Is it something that's homophobic? Is it something that's racist? All these things that we've gone over, right? That our family, especially when we have baby boomers in our families Mm -hmm. still. um, Fucking boomers. (laughs) um, uh, You know, those types of things. Um, And of course the boomer thing is a generalization, but it's a valid one. Um, No, boomers are the worst. I know. (laughs) Not a generalization. You can... Take your plate of food and your glasses what water lemonade sparkling uh, yes. Martinelli's yeah. sparkling cider because it's a festive and say holiday. and say oh you know what I I completely forgot about this phone call I need to make uh, to wish someone a happy Thanksgiving and say I'm gonna go finish my plate upstairs and I'll be I'll be back down later or you could say I have a headache. Uh, it just came out of nowhere. Maybe it's a migraine. Um, and so I'm going to take my plate and kind of lay down and kind of nibble on it upstairs. And if they don't believe you, if they think you're making it up, who cares? They're the ones in the cult. Yeah. They made up a whole religion. Yes. So learn to listen to yourself in the moment. Now, you could be in a moment and not have the... I hate to say bravery because the opposite of bravery is cowardly, but uh, cowardice. Right. But maybe you're not brave enough. Take that with a right. grain of salt to say, I have to get up from the table for whatever reason. So listen to yourself in the moment and go, okay, I'm not okay with this moment because of what so-and-so just said or did and acknowledge it. And maybe just acknowledging it is all you need to do. And I think it's okay to acknowledge to yourself too, like, I'm not okay with what so-and-so said. I don't feel comfortable saying something back or rebutting it or Or whatever. Or leaving the table. Right. And and that's okay too. Uh You know, feel those emotions too. Yes. So are you... That's it. Kind of it. Just learning to, to listen to yourself and honoring what yourself is saying to you. And a big part of that is it is saying no. And, and as Mormons, we're taught to just not say no. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. So my number four mm-hmm. is defend your kids. 
Ooh, I love it. Because I think, you know, again, we're sort of prepared for our own emotional backlash. Mm -hmm. But we maybe don't think about the things that might come up with our kids that are uncomfortable or that are awkward. Mm -hmm. For example, um, my kids, you know, were Mormon until they were very young and left the church many years ago. Mm -hmm. And so there was one event, I I don't remember what it was. It was quite a, it was a while ago too, where my mom called on one of my kids to say the prayer. Oh, And I was really bothered because I was like, my kids don't even know how to say the prayer. They haven't said a prayer since they were six years old or whatever, you know? And so I just thought, and so for my kid, that was really embarrassing because they were called on to this thing that they didn't know how to do and they Mm -hmm. felt embarrassed and they felt stupid. And so, you know, just remember like that you're, I mean, again, everyone's family situation is different, but if you're kind of the one odd family where your kids are not growing up in the church and you're visiting a family where everybody is in the church, there are going to be those comments or there are going to be those things, you know, that your mom always said to you as a kid that were hurtful. And now she tries to say them to your kids, you know, um, like one of our gentle listeners, and I don't want to out her in case she's not okay with me sharing this, but was visiting, was telling us that she was visiting her mom this week. And every time her mom, every time she ate something, her mom would be like, oh, aren't you a little porker? Oh, you're <gasps> eating again? What? <laughs> what? And. You, oh, my God. And, sh- and and now, you know, anyway, and I just think we all know that like, or that our parents will be like, why do you have that earring to one of your kids? Or why is your hair purple? Or, sure. you know, or, or like in your case, you have a trans kid. Yeah. And so there could for sure be weird questions and, or misgendering yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just be prepared for those things. Uh. And, and maybe in some of those cases, it merits a conversation ahead of time. Like, hey, mom and dad, remember that, you know, my son is now my daughter and we use we use she, her, hers pronouns and she uses the name whatever you know mm-hmm. like maybe it's that conversation ahead of time mm-hmm. but um just be prepared for defending your kids i'm actually so glad you pulled this up so yes. share what okay. i was going to talk about this so i just pulled this up that i shared on the hot drinks instagram and my personal instagram i follow this amazing account on instagram called sex positive families it's sex positive underscore families and it's just very sex positive we're not shying away from sex when we shy away from sex it just causes all kinds of problems but that's not what this is about um but this one in particular says this holiday season honor a child's consent and bodily autonomy by allowing them to decide the following how they wish to greet others that means don't say you go, go give grandma a hug you go yeah. give your uncle a hug and a kiss don't do that yeah. if they're if they don't want to. That and can is- I say the flip side of that? Like, because I've had to train myself, like when I see my nieces and nephews, to say to them, like, hey, do you want to give me a hug? And if you don't, it's okay. You know, like, yeah. and it sounds a little crazy, That's- but like, but I want my nieces and nephews to know, like, if they want to give me a hug, I would love to have one. But if they don't want to give me a hug, I'm totally fine with yeah. that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. you, and you sound like the it liberal can- crazy person. But it goes both ways. It's so important. But it's important that you set the example of mm-hmm. like, if hey, can I hold you? Is that okay? Yeah, you know, and that they're that they're that they know they have an option to say no. Yeah, um, and then the next one is whether they want to be photographed at any moment. Yeah. They, your especially your teenagers are going to be the ones that are like, I don't want to be in the picture. Yeah, and guess what? 
most parents, and I am guilty of this from before, but from, you know, Ashley 1.0, um, or Sister Twain 1.0, yeah. um, of saying... You've already said your name like nine times uh, in this episode. I know, of saying, like, well, you're just going to be in the picture because it will make everyone else happier yeah. if you're in just the picture. Just be in the goddamn picture. Right, right. Just fucking say, okay, you don't have to be in the fucking yeah. picture. I for sure learned with my teenagers, like, because I take a lot of pictures, and sometimes people are surprised to learn that I have three children because only one of my children <laughs> appears on social media. <laughs> but I have learned yeah. with my older kids to always say to them, will you take a selfie with me? I would really love to take a picture of this event or this moment. Yeah. And if they say no, I let it go. Yeah. But I also say to them, can I take a picture? And I promise it's just for me. I'm not going to share it anywhere. Right. Because that's part of it too, is like they don't want it to be on your Instagram or whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it's important that they know like, here's my intentions with this photo. Mm -hmm. If I take this photo, can I post it on Instagram or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And then the last one on this sex positive families Instagram account thing for the holidays is when their body has had enough food. So, so, um, this is the, um, uh, let me recap this holiday season, honor a child's consent and bodily autonomy by allowing them to decide when their body has had enough food and what they enjoy. Don't tell them they have to put turkey on their plate. No. Don't tell them they have to have part of the salad, a little yeah. bit of salad on your plate. Yeah. And then also don't tell them they have to clear their plate yeah. and like clean and like but finish again, it. But again, like I think as kind of woke parents, we sort of know that. But be prepared to defend your kids when your dad says to them, why aren't you finishing your green beans Aunt Carol made those green beans special because she knows everybody loves them or whatever. Like, be prepared to defend your kid when your mom says, oh, just have another scoop of potatoes. We have so many. We're never going to get through all of these. Yeah, yeah. To be prepared to say, you know what, mom? She said she's had enough, so that's fine. She's Mm -hmm. eaten enough. You know, even if they've eaten two bites, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, be prepared. Just, yeah. One thing that... Uh, my ex-husband and I um, ha- struggled with when we were married and, and raising our littles was he always wanted them to finish their food. Uh-huh. And I tried to teach them to listen to their bodies. Let your body tell you when you've had enough. Um, and, um, you know, my husband, my ex-husband is a little bit older than me. So, you know, he... Um, has a you know he's on the cusp of boomer right he's <laughs> got but, a boomer rising yeah <laughs> exactly um but i i've tried to do that with my kids listen to your bodies yeah. and you know what if they listen to their bodies and their bodies tell them they just want to like have three helpings of everything great then just let them do that yeah, no 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 body shaming yeah no no eat Eating shaming, food yeah. shaming. Yeah. Let them figure it out. It's their own fucking journey. Yeah. Okay. It's great. After that last one, I was like, was this number three? I know, because we're going on and on and on. We and just on. love to talk about how to reject your families. <laughs> What's your number four? Um, <clears throat> my number four is uh, probably my number five, too. I, I just realized that maybe I don't have five things. <laughs> Anyways, um, my number four is to have some things in your toolkit. And I, I mean... Like your vibrator? Yep. I mean that. 
I mean, your vibrator, if you're comfortable masturbating at your parents' or your in-laws' home. Some of right. you may not be. Right. Um, a flask. Weed of some kind of a type. Download Tender once you get into town. And get some get some tail. Yeah. While you're there. Because um, you know, no, I mean, you know everybody on Tinder Thanksgiving weekend. It's just like... <laughs> They're all in from out of town. Just get me they out. They all need to get away from they their just family. Need a good yeah. Fuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't have some earbuds or earphones, purchase a cheap set so that you can literally shut off if you're in the house and you can listen to a podcast, music, you can watch something, you know. Um, so have some things in your toolkit. Um, let's see if that was all the tools. <laughs> That's your notes are so excessive. She has like seven pages of notes. It's ridiculous. It's very, it's very stream of consciousness. It, oh my god! As is this entire podcast. But um, yeah, just have some tools in your toolkit. That was a quick one for me. I like it. Um, it's funny because my number four was drugs and alcohol. <laughs> so that was one of the things that you texted two or three years ago when you're like, "I'm locked in my mom's bathroom and I'm drinking." I don't even and remember. And I'm crying. <laughs> And I was surprised you had alcohol, but you must have snuck it in. Oh, no, I'm, I was prepared. Um, well, so so here's what I will say. Now, some of you may have families where you can drink. Right. That's great. Yeah. Some of you, there were a few Thanksgivings, and I think, like, it, my in my family, my mom has become more militant as she's gotten older. But there were a few Thanksgivings where we had said, can we have wine at dinner? Can we bring a few bottles of wine? And she had said yes. So, you know. Maybe approach that mm-hmm. subject. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, would you mind if we brought some wine to dinner? Um, if she says no, then just sneak the wine into one of the basement bedrooms. Fucking do it. And, ha- and, and fill up your cup with your Diet Coke. Yes. Walk downstairs, top it off with a little wine. We call that a calimocho in Spain. Ah. And then go upstairs and drink that. Yes. When my dad passed away, um, which happened very unexpectedly, and then I was back at my childhood home, a friend of mine, a childhood friend of mine messaged me and was like, oh my God, we're so sorry. And they said, what can we do? Like, what do you need? And I said, bring me booze, (laughs) bring me alcohol. And she was like, we're on it. And this is when I had not even been out of the church for very long. And this friend brought me like three flasks. Like she was like, this one's rum, this one is vodka, and this one is tequila or something. I don't remember. And I hit him out in the garage. Yeah. And then every once in a while, I would just go out and take a little hit, or I would, you know, yeah, mm. fill up a drink with some Coke, and yeah. then walk out there and like pour a little, pour a few glug glugs in there. Fuck yeah! So I just think, yeah, whatever you need to do to get through, yeah, the um, week. And there could be other tools, but you know, if we're, I know yours was specifically I was gonna say, drugs. That and was alcohol. your top yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. My top five was drugs and alcohol. But I just thought of like you could bring a book. <laughs> You could I mean, do you crosswords. could. You could. <laughs> but this is my time now, Sister Twain, and go. mine is about drugs and yeah, alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing that I think too, and I think about this a lot. I have two brothers who are pot potty potheads. Hey, brothers! I know one of them listens. Potty potty pot. Like such potheads, and they were potheads in high school too. Love it. And came to many a family dinner, baked out of their gourds. And guess what? What? None of us had a fucking clue. Because we were, we were <laughs> Captain Molly Mormons. We had no idea. 
Like if if I went because I think about this all the time because I have an older kid who is out roaming around with his friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I picked him up and he'd been been smoking weed, I would know in two seconds. Mm-hmm. I would smell it. I'd know what it looks like on his face. Yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, you've been smoking." Yeah, you know, or whatever. Yeah, but we did not know. <laughs> That is we fucking not, hilarious. We did not know those things. So if you are in such a situation where your parents would have no clue what that looked like, then get baked before you go to dinner. Yeah. They're not going to know. Yeah. And it, yeah. So anyway, so I just think, you know, get what you need to get through. And maybe if, if you don't want to drink at their place, then make sure that you have a bottle of wine. I mean, if you don't want to drink like during the festivities, mm-hmm. have a bottle of wine in your hotel room or have a bottle of wine you know, back at in the basement bedroom that you're staying in or whatever. Yeah. So that when the when the day is done uh-huh. and you're unwinding, yeah. you can have a chance to like have a few drinks, decompress, you know. So here's the thing. We have a few. I don't want to even I don't want to go as far as to say a handful. A few gentle listeners who listen to this who are Mormon. Yes. So so your, I guess, I guess we can just say your number four is not geared towards no, Mormons. No, it's no. geared towards everyone else. Right. So fuck you guys. <laughs> we love you. Okay. Right. So that's it. Great. So have some drugs and alcohol. Yeah. I love it. She's a sparrow. <laughs> anyway. We're back for number five. Sister Twain has her head on the sofa. And she's just singing Dolly Parton while my cat tries to find a spot on her lap. Okay, my number five. Maybe the cat's trying to get to my lap. I can't tell. It doesn't matter. She's trying to cross your lap to my lap. It doesn't matter. I'm going to let her do what she wants. It's her body. She has autonomy as a cat. My number five is, if all else fails, have a sense of humor. Okay. 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 Here's here's how I've done that in my personal experience when I visit my mom and dad. And even my in-laws. My favorite thing is humor for shock value. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyone who's met you knows that. <laughs> um, and here's, here's it's, if, if no one laughs... You will. <laughs> and it disrupts whatever's happening. Yeah, that's a good one. So, um, you know, I've joked about like, um, when I was visiting my parents and they were headed to church and I was not, I asked in front of my mother, I asked my father if he had any good porn on the computer I could look at. <laughs> Neither of them laughed, no. but it made me feel fantastic. I bet you laughed real hard. Oh, so hard. And that's when my mom tried to, to beat me at my own game and said, uh, something about, something to my dad. So she said something to my dad about the piece of shit that she gave birth to, which was me. Oh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Which is not, my mother never swears, so I know that it was like a shock value right, right, humor thing. Right, And I really appreciated it. <laughs> I really did. I, fr- love, I love humor for shock value. A friend of mine once said to me, in fact, the, this friend of mine said this to me when I was preparing for the pie-making date 
if you'll all recall, which turned to me being stood up. But my friend said to me, you'll either have a good time or you'll have a good story. And I think there's some truth to that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you with, know? The, with the shock value. Yeah. Hell like yeah. you'll either. Those are the only stories that yeah. I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And maybe you have to go back to your hotel room at the end of the night and be like, can you fucking believe when Aunt Carol did this and then <laughs> Uncle so-and-so said that? Yeah. And sometimes you have to kind of laugh at that. Yeah. Um, me and my brother and my sister are really good at the shock value humor with my parents. Uh, my my sister, well, mainly me, mainly me. It's me that dishes it out in the heaviest helpings. Um, Your sister, Sister Volva? Yeah. How is Sister Volva? Okay. We didn't do our segment, How's Sister Volva? Oh, yeah, that was a segment. Well, you guys... She sent me a 24-minute Marco Polo. And you hate Marco Polo. I do. (laughs) That describes in fascinating detail the whole ordeal with the guy that said, I can't go down on you unless I'm in love with you. From start to finish, it is so fucking funny and brilliant. And it's so long that I'm not sure how to get it uploaded because I'm going to upload it to Patreon. It's coming out on Netflix next month. She has a comedy special. So you don't even need to worry about it. It's, it's actually going to be on Disney+. Plus. I wish. So sign up for Disney+. Plus. It comes out on Thursday, 6 Di- Is Disney+, Plus like for adults? No. Oh. It's just, it's Disney's Netflix. Oh, so stupid. Um, anyway. Oh, my God. So if there's anyone out there can tell me how to get a 24-minute video onto the Patreon platform. I think you'd have to upload it to YouTube and then just put a link to YouTube. Oh, something about that I really hate. I'm, I'm sorry. I know. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, um, I I haven't really talked much with Sister Volva since we since that 24 minute Marco Polo, which was just fucking brilliant. And I just want to say, like, she navigated the whole situation really well, and and. The story is so fucking captivating and fascinating. So tell me how to upload it. Um, she should tell it at Thanksgiving dinner. Just kidding. None of you are going none to your of us. No, 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 none of us. <laughs> What's your number five? So my number five is don't hide or apologize for who you are. Be who you are. If mm. if if going to church comes up. Then say, no, we don't go anymore. And if people want to ask a lot of questions, then answer those questions. Mm. If, you know, you get up in the morning and you make a cup of coffee, just make a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And if your parent, if you're staying with your parents and they make an issue of it, oh, we don't drink coffee in our house. Then say, okay, well, I will go, um, you know, get some somewhere else or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, son. My son's walking through the room as we, we record our podcast. That happened to me. Oh, that's true. While we were talking about <laughs> sucking dicks. And eating pussies. Um, so I recently, so I've, I have swung the pendulum with my family of kind of like hiding who I am a little bit to a certain extent, like hiding if I was drinking or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like there was a time recently where I was, I was complaining to my mom about money and about trying to get out of some debt. And she said, well, you know, how you could save some money. And I said, how? And she said, you could you could stop drinking so much, yeah. you know, because that that's cute. clearly where all my money's right. going. I mean, that's probably like, I don't know, $75 a month, maybe. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like I go out a lot and go drinking. It's like I'm buying things for home. Anyway. Right, right. 
And what was my response to her? Oh, I'm not drinking as much now as I as I have in the past, which was a total lie. Right. It was like I was like I was like trying to protect myself or whatever. And then there have been times where I have been sort of like aggressively obnoxious about being out of the church. And sometimes that's kind of fun. Yeah. But like the most comfortable I have been with this situation, and I can't even remember if I talked about this, but we, I had a little vacation with my family this summer mm-hmm. where me and the cousins and, you know, my sisters and brothers, we all went and stayed at a cabin at a lake. And I was just like, well, if I was at a cabin at a lake by myself, I would be drinking all day. And so when I got there, I said, so this cooler, because the, there was limited fridge space, so we had a couple coolers kind of in the like in the dining area where we had where we kept some sodas and some drinks and stuff just because we couldn't keep them in the we, we couldn't fit them all in the fridge and so I was just like oh so I'm gonna put all my booze in this cooler so if you don't want booze don't get in this cooler you know but like I didn't make a big deal of it I was just like this is my booze I'm putting it in this cooler mm-hmm. and I will be drinking it during this vacation <laughs> you know and I then love it. and then and then I didn't make a big deal of it and then that night while we were like playing games and like whatever like I was just drinking and I was laughing and I was drunk and I was funny and whatever and I just thought and it was and for me it was the most comfortable that I've ever been about it because like for me I just thought what would I be doing if I was here by myself I would be or if I was just here with my kids Mm -hmm. you know at the end of the night I would pour myself a cocktail I would you know drink a few beers while we're out on the lake during the day Mm -hmm. and so I just thought well then I'm just gonna do all those things and I'm not gonna make a big deal about it I'm not gonna discuss it I'm not gonna ask if it's okay I'm not gonna you know whatever I'm just gonna do it here's the thing for so many of us, Thanksgiving is one of the few vacations you get. Yeah. If you even get it. Yeah. So ask yourself, what would I do to honor myself on a vacation? Yeah. Because you taking a break from work and your, say, day-to-day to go visit family, if that's your vacation, yeah, then fuck, ask yourself just like you did. Yeah. If I was here by myself, this if I, I was do. here on my vacation, this who, is what I would do. Who wants to go to a lake and not, like, sit and drink beers? Oh, my God. Like, that's all you want to do at it's a lake. It's fucking heaven. Yeah. So it kind of is full circle. It's the circle of life. It is. Back to my first one, which is, like, remember, they're the ones in the cult. <laughs> so yeah. don't feel like you have to justify why you're doing what you're doing. Just say, this is how I live my life now. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what... This, you know, I drink coffee in the morning. Mm -hmm. I have a cocktail at the end of the evening. Mm -hmm. I don't, my kids and I don't pray. And I'm not saying, again, you don't need to play a trombone during the family prayer. Yeah. You can sit respectfully as they pray or whatever, but, but just live your life the way that you would live your life anyway. And if that makes people uncomfortable, then those are their feelings to deal with. And those are not your feelings to deal with. Those are not your problems to fix. Amen. So anyway. Okay. Let's take a break. And wrap it up. That was a lot. And important and needed. Yeah. So you're welcome. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just want all of you, because I know the next two months are emotionally charged for yeah. so many reasons. Yeah. I just hope that you can have a lovely holiday. Yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah. Whether that's with your family drawing boundaries, whether that's staying home, like you said, whether yeah. that's whatever. I just want you to have a lovely, lovely holiday. So... For my wrap-up, my, my two cents for wrap-up, I saw... We call this segment Two Cents for Wrap-Up. <laughs> um, another fan-fucking- 
fantastic Instagram account I follow is the.holistic.psychologist. And her most recent post, not story, but just regular post, is this. Codependency, colon, chronic self-neglect. So I know there are so many of you out there who are like, I can't not go to my parents Mm -hmm. for the holidays. Or I can't not invite them over or at least in, in some way participate in the holidays with them. Because that's my family. Yeah. Even though there are things you acknowledge that make you feel uncomfortable, unsure, inauthentic, da 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 da. So ask yourself how much of that, I, well, I can't not go, is self neglect? And how much of that is, I have made peace with the fact that this makes me uncomfortable. And I am a grown adult and I'm choosing this. Right. So those are two different like mental yeah. spaces, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Totally, totally. Um, but then, of course, like we said, there's the third option, which is just not. Yeah. So ask yourself, what does self-neglect look like and what does honoring yourself look like? And maybe this holiday season of 2019 isn't the holiday season for you to make a big shift Um, in your normal traditions. Um, But take some time to think about it. Yeah. Um, You know, I I was talking with someone tonight, another gentle listener, about attachment, which I think is the step that happens before codependency, right? And we're attached to our family because we're blood, because that's how who we were raised with, grew Mm -hmm. up with, the the people we literally came from. Um, and so ask yourself, is that attachment serving you and how attached are you to self-actualization, to really knowing who you are? Yeah. Because that is not something Mormon or not that is really facilitated in our society, self-actualization. Yeah. This, this gentle listener tonight was like, so how do you love someone without attachment? And I was like, oh, uh, easy. You respect yourself and your authentic, authentic, help me. Authenticity. Oh, thank you. Authenticity, (laughs) your autonomy. And you know that you do not, if you don't, if you feel like you need another person in your life to feel like you're okay as a person, whether that's mom or dad or whoever, then that is some unhealthy attachment, I think. You have to be okay with loving someone and keeping them at arm's length or loving someone or letting them go to wherever they need to go. So anyway, I'm getting a little philosophical here, but that that post, codependency is equal to chronic self-neglect. Just give it a think. Yeah. Ask yourself where you're at with that. So we would love to hear your plans for the holidays, your coping strategies for the holidays. So let us know. You can send us an email at hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can message us on Instagram. We're instagram.com hotdrinks. Oh, and we always have a fun little game we play every week on Instagram called Things I Found in Brother Coffee's House. Mm-hmm. What, what can people go to Instagram to see to this time? A monkey dressed as a human. <laughs>
something found at Brother <laughs> Coffee's house. Um, but most importantly, if you are listening to this and it is early in the week after publication, please send us your questions for Philip Seymour Hoffman about sex and relationships. Yes, and maybe this episode triggers some questions. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. That's true. It could bring up some drama. So yeah. send us your questions. Again, hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com. You can message us on Instagram at hotdrinks. Um, but, and let us know your plans for the holidays, how you're going to cope with your family, and what you want to learn about sex from Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, we want to know. And we also <laughs> That's a sentence know. that no one has ever said before. What do you want to learn about sex from Philip Seymour Hoffman? No one in the history, no one in the history of the world has ever said that sentence and before. You know I was the first. When when she's on, we'll let her decide if she wants to be known by her real name, which would be fine from, from Oh yeah, for sure. From here on out, she yeah. could be known by her actual name. Um also, we'd love to hear what you do like about going home for the holidays or what you do like about your in-laws are, yeah. are having them over because some of us not you and i <laughs> have big houses that house everybody yeah you know for the holiday meal so tell us the things you like and and we don't want to hear turkey and gravy don't give us that shit we don't i want to hear that actually. i know you do but i mean like with the family dynamic thing how do you make it work what are the things that you like and, and and to be really twenty, like how do you justify that well and here's the thing too i think like Give yourself space to recognize that all of these things can exist together. Like, I am driven crazy by my family and I'm stressed out by my family, Mm -hmm. but I love my family and I love spending time with them so much. Right. You know, we just had a little family thing last Friday and it was so much fun, you know? And so, so all of these things can exist in the same space, that you love these people, you think they're amazing, you feel safe there. And you feel unsafe there at the same time. The yeah, same time. yeah. It's it's all you get to decide that. Yeah, it's all it's all okay. So anyway, yeah. anyway. So that's all. I'm gonna okay. go make some turkey. Just uh, kidding, I'm not. Yeah. So send us your questions. The Patreon. Yeah. Uh. That's all. That's it. Okay. Cool. Okay. That's all we got. Goodbye. Smell you later. Hey. Okay.